Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the NYC Godcast. We're so excited to have you join us along. Also excited to have with us Jenny. What a treat to have her with us today. And so we're continuing the conversation about unmovable. Uh, the last few episodes, we've discussed how Christians are called to be unmovable. But a lot of times we don't know why or how exactly to be unmovable, though we know we're supposed to. And so last week we talked about how uh, Moses and, and the children of Israel were at the Red Sea and how they knew that God would keep them safe because God had saved them. They had a, a track record that gave them this confidence. And so today we're kind of going to look at something different. Uh, what is it that makes us unmovable? So, Jenny, I want you to imagine that... When you're born, God gave your life a suitcase. And he says, in this suitcase, I've put everything in there that you're ever going to need. Shuts the lid. Do you think that God would do a good job packing? Yes. Do you not, think? Not over or under. That's right. He, he's a good packer. You know, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Mary Poppins. I've never seen the movie. Probably should have watched that before the episode. Uh, but in Mary Poppins, there's this, this bag, right? This infamous bag that she has. And whenever they need something, she just goes to this seemingly bottomless bag and she pulls out what they need, right? And uh, that's kind of how God is in some ways. Like, he doesn't have a magical bag. But God, God seems... the magical bag. <laughs> he, he does, though, have access to what we need when we need it, though. And that's kind of what we find in the Bible. Uh, and so... When it comes to our lives, you know, we said God packs a suitcase. A lot of times we get to a situation where we're like, ah, forgot to pack this. Oh, I don't have what I need. But yet we don't have to rely on what we packed. God packed the suitcase. So can you, can you tell us what, like, so packing, you know, we pack for a family, obviously, when we go on vacation, camp, whatever. What's the craziest thing you've ever forgot to pack? Uh, most infamous when we went to Italy. And we did not have sunscreen. Yes, that was a big problem. Uh, we thought that we were going to be in a climate like our own because we thought Italy was close to where we are. It turns out we were a lot close to the equator, so we were red and crispy. The locals made fun of us, and they don't really sell sunscreen in Italy. No, so. we were in a uh, foreign drugstore. Yeah, trying, trying to, explain. to explain what we needed. <laughs> um, eventually just pointing to our red skin. Uh-oh. Ouch. <laughs> so when we pack things, like we go to camp, like we pack things and we're like fretting. And I think a lot of times that's what, that's really what fear is. That's really what worry is. We are concerned that we won't have what we need. So, so you get diagnosed with a horrible disease. Are you really afraid of that disease per se? Or are you afraid that you're not going to have enough to endure that disease? Or you're afraid that you won't survive this disease or your family? You know what I mean? We're worried that we won't have what we need and that makes us worry. And yet we find in the Bible that God has this bag. God has this unlimited supply of what we need. And he just supplies for us at his timing. So for example, probably the most famous example in the Bible is Abraham. So Abraham takes Isaac up this mountain. Abraham's going to offer a sacrifice to God. And Abraham's ready to kill Isaac as a sacrifice. And wouldn't you know, right at the perfect timing, God reaches down in his bag and he pulls out a ram. 
God had supplied that ram in the thicket. It was right where Abraham needed it, right at the time Abraham needed it. God had this supply ready, and so we don't have to worry、uh, that we won't have what we need because God gives us what we need when we need it. Well, isn't that interesting, though? I mean, I think it's part of our humanness, but we ultimately know that God has everything that we need.、Right. But thinking back to Ourselves and forgetting to pack things, or not having what we need for ourselves. Even though some people I know like pack for weeks on end, trying to make、right. sure they have everything. When and so we almost, in a way, think that God has forgotten to pack something for us,、mm-hmm. or like just like that, like being worried. Even even if we don't say out loud that we don't think that God has what we need, because、right. we would never say that、right. as Christians. Right. Our worry tells a different story、Absolutely. because you wouldn't be worried about it if you actually knew that God had、Absolutely. what you needed. And so we we relate that our fleshness to God, but in reality, it's not there. It's not even close to being the、yeah. same thing. He has everything that we could possibly have、yeah. access for,、yeah. and I I don't think that Christians realize how their worry、yeah. reflects their lack of trust.、Um, I mean, just being worried flat out, right? Like, and, and how it reflects God. Yeah, like I mean, it really says more about His character. We kind of talked about that last week with Jacob, but it, it says more about what we believe of His character than it does of ourselves. This is faith in a nutshell. Really, if you simplistically explain faith, faith is believing God has what I need in that bag. God has in His Mary Poppins bottomless bag what I need. Whether that's a car accident, and I'm like screeching the brakes, and I don't think I'm going to stop in time. God has what I need to stop that car. Whether it's a financial need, God has the check in the mail. He's got, He has what we need. Whether you know it's cancer, whether it's COVID, whatever it is, God has what I need. He will supply it. And like Jenny said. It's it's not confidence in the bag itself. It's confidence in the God who owns the bag and and His ability to care for us. Yeah, and even as far as that goes, I think sometimes too we we want something else to come out of the bag. Right, for sure. <laughs> like we want to be able to pick、yeah. and choose what we get, and in reality we don't. And I so I think it's not only a lack of faith that He'll have what we need, but a lack of what we want. Absolutely, which isn't really faith yeah, if you think about that's, it. Yeah, that's that's very true. So. Faith is trusting God has what you need in the bag. So I've got a story for us today that I want to share, and I heard this story on a, a message.、Uh, it was actually a, a podcast several weeks ago, and oh, so I didn't. This isn't original content, right? I stole this from somebody else. But I've just ever since I heard the story, I'm like, man, this is so great! I can't wait to share this. And so、uh, there's this story of this missionary family, and they go to the Andes Mountains to minister, and they're in the Andes Mountains, and it's just totally remote. There's not a soul around, not a house around, no one around. Just them in the Andes Mountains, and so they're in the Andes Mountains and they're traveling down the mountain, right? And the worst happens: their brakes go out. Now I don't know how Jenny hates the mountains. I don't know what's wrong with her, but、Stop、she hates、me. the mountains. But if you've ever been in the mountains, like there's that, like if you're going downhill, there's that, like. Gripping of your seat, you know what I mean. Like you have to have faith in the brakes, really, right? You're you're trusting something's holding you back. Well, that's gone. That's removed. Like their brakes go out. Their family's going downhill in a hurry. So they start praying, probably screaming prayer. Jesus, take the wheel and all, right? So they're screaming. They're going downhill. The car finally, after a long time, comes to a screeching halt.、Uh, not sure how it comes to a stop, but somehow it stop it stops in the mountains. So they stop and they're they're checking around. Is everybody okay? Right? They're they're double checking. I am not okay. <laughs> that would be our reaction. <laughs> We survived, but not we're not、okay. okay. So they're checking on one another. Thank you, Lord, for for keeping us safe. Thank you for providing. But there was still a problem. <laughs> they're still in the mountains and they still have no brakes. And so they get out of the car and they're like, Lord, you knew our brakes were going to go out. You saw this need. You saw this problem. What are you going to do about it? What did you provide? 
Uh, and so that's great faith on their part, right? Good missionaries, right? They trust the Lord. What are you going to do? You saw the need, Lord. How have you provided? What would you have us to do? So they get out of the car and they start praying and uh, they go and they look around. Now they're in the middle of nowhere, right? They're in the Andes Mountains in the middle of nowhere. Not a soul around, not an auto repair shop anywhere, like nothing around. And so they start to pray. Well, they notice that down this area, there's this heaping pile of scrap that's overgrown by jungle. So they go over to it and they start, you know, removing all the jungly things and they start taking the scrap out. And lo and behold, to no one's surprise, God saw there was a car there. But it gets better. This car was the exact make and the exact model and the exact year of their car. Very handy. Very handy. See, that's a prime example of Mary Poppins bag right there. Like, that's impressive, God. That's, that's a pretty great trick. God saw, God gave the car. So they're, they're rejoicing. They're, they're so happy God saw their need. So they go down and they get to the car and they start to take, you know, take the parts off and they start to see, you know, get the brakes so they can put on their car. And what they find is there's no brakes on this car. <laughs> and they're like, God, you saw like what we needed. Well, how can you provide and not provide at the same time? Like, Talk about not knowing how to feel. So they're like, whoa, the part they needed was missing. So stop right here. What do you do in this moment? What do you do when God provides and doesn't, like when the need is answered yet he misses? Swing and a miss. Like, what do you do here? What What do you do? Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an easy question. I mean, I think it depends on your circumstance. I, in some cases, I feel that, you know, in our flesh, when God doesn't answer the first time, we just immediately go back to depending on ourselves and trying to do it our own way, right. which proves that we didn't have the faith initially, right, the because place. if you're going to trust him only to a certain point, that's not faith. Absolutely. It's going to be wherever he takes yep. you into whatever situation and whatever the answer is. Right. Maybe the answer was they were supposed to stay there, or maybe the answer was maybe there was some person, you know, like yeah. I, it, it's hard, like, and I think it depends on the situation, but he's not going to bring us to a place where he's not going to take us through. That's absolutely, that's absolutely true. And I think that's where a lot of us, we, I think a lot of times we start out solid in our faith. Yeah. I, I don't, I really, don't, I really believe this. I don't think that anybody wants to be shakable mm-hmm. or movable. I don't think any Christians are like, you know what? I want to be wishy-washy. I want to throw faith out the window. I want to be worried. And fa-. none of us, none of us are that way. We want to be unmovable. We want to be unshakable. But it's in the moments when the brakes are missing on the answer to, you know, to your prayers that it's when we start to get a little wobbly. That's when we get to, you know, we start to get a little shaky. But yet this is the exact place that faith is meant for. Faith is evidence and substance of what we can't see. It's, it's believing and trusting at all times. And so this is where we trust. This is where we have faith. This is what it's meant for. And, and, and really faith is this, right? We've already said this. Faith is this. Faith is, Lord, I trust you. I trust you when the brakes go out. When the brakes are missing from the answer, I trust you. Somehow, some way, you're going to provide. You've got what I need there. I trust you. And this is a lot of times what we're missing in our Christianity. And this is why we're moving. It's that absolute certainty that I'm not letting go. I'm not going to stop trusting no matter how. When you're standing, we talked about this last week, such a great image When you're standing at an ocean that you can't swim through and there's mountains on either side that you can't climb and there's the world's most powerful army charging behind you to kill you, 
<laughs> and yet you have the faith to say, "I know God will do something." I don't know what or how or when, but I know He'll do something. Last week we talked about how Moses had such faith that he thought that God could even fly Israel out of there if He wanted to. That's what we're talking about. Unmovableness comes from trust in God, not how or when or why. It's knowing He will, knowing He has what you need in this bag. So, the, so back to the family. So the family, they're just dumbstruck, right? They cannot believe that God saw, and yet He didn't. He provided, but He didn't provide. Like there's no brakes on this car, specifically to make the model the year. There's still no brakes. Well, at the time, they're 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 on the car, just in shock, really. And one of the sons is in the uh, behind the car, the back of the car, and he's just he's playing with the trunk, trying to jimmy the lock, and all of a sudden the, the lid pops open on this car, and lo and behold. Inside the trunk of this car is a brand new, unopened set of brakes for the car. Now, had God answered the family's had God answered the family's prayer in the first place, and and if the car they found had brakes on it, they probably been worn out, rusted, maybe even you know busted, unusable. And yet God says, "I see what you're asking for, but I also see what you need. I also have prepared in advance." the need right here. Here's brand new brakes. The family's job wasn't to find brakes. The family's job was to trust God. God put the brakes in the trunk. God had what they needed in the bag, right? And that's, that's what we need. I love this. This is such a great thought. We're going to talk about this at camp, but God is a God of provision. Provision is a compound word, right? Two parts put together, provision, provision, compound word. We'll ask Paul more next time we see him. Last week we had English questions too. Like, I don't know English very well. Provision, two parts, right? Compound word, pro and vision. So what does pro mean? Pro means before, right? Before. We always put that at the beginning of a word, pro. And then vision means seeing. So what is, God is a God of provision. What does that mean? It means he sees before the need he has seen beforehand and he's provided for it. He's packed our suitcase with brake pads and he's, he's packed our suitcase with rams and thickets. He's packed what we need in our lives in advance and then sent us on our way. And when we need it, there in the trunk are the brakes. He's a God of provision. And so Abraham up on the mountain, right? He's, he doesn't sacrifice Isaac, right? He doesn't stab him. And uh, so they come back down the mountain and he worships. And this is what Abraham says. He says, your name, God, is Jehovah Jireh. And that means you are the God who sees and provides. That's who you are. Just I think you said earlier, God, we don't like the bag. God is the bag, right? I think you said that earlier. Uh, that's true. Abraham says you are the God who provides. That's who you are. You're the God of provision. You're the God of Mary Poppins bags, the God of trunks with breaks. You're the God who sees and provides. That's who you are. That, that is enough to make us unshakable. That's enough to make us unmovable. Not because we figure it out, not because we have to work it and force it, but because we know someone's seen the need. We know someone has it on their agenda. Someone has it provided for. Someone saw in advance and did what needed to be done so that we'd be taken care of. That's enough to make us unmovable. And I think... <laughs> right? Am I, I, well, I had it come earlier, but you just I'm sorry. Gone, I'm so. sorry. That provision really excites me. <laughs> I, I just think that it's interesting that, you know, as Christians, like, what an amazing story. Yeah. And as Christians in the U.S., we don't tend to hear stories like right. that all that frequently, at least not commonplace happenstance. So, like, most of the testimonies, like, that I can think of hearing is, like, someone was sick and, right. and they got better. 
um, which we have access to lots of doctors mm -hmm. and healthcare facilities, or you know, they had this bill that was coming up and they really needed to be able to pay it and the Lord came through, which those are all amazing and wonderful things. But if you really think about it, saying that God has everything that we need in any situation, what situations are we really going to face in the U.S.? Right. <laughs> like we are such, we are so privileged right. as people. And I think that's why sometimes our Christianity isn't as deep as it could be is because we can fall back on our own dependence right. because we have access to assistance if we need it. We have access to healthcare facilities mm -hmm. and doctors and and so I think that while we are blessed and that is a gift from the Lord, right. in some cases we have to work harder right. to have as deep a faith or dependence on the Lord right. because it's so easy, at least in myself, like yeah. I immediately think, let me take care of that. Like right. I, I know fixer. that, I, yes, yeah. I am. I'm the fixer and like I can come up with a solution right. and I can get it done. And the Lord has to say, I don't want you to do that. Right. Like he wants to right. be our provider. So we have to just, and I think too, that it's regardless of this, the outcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so frequently we want to be able to pull into that bag and pick what we want. Right. And it's what he's going to give us. We yeah. don't get to choose. And that's what, just like with the car, like they would have chosen to have the car there, chosen to take the brakes off right. and you never know what it could have happened. And so the Lord knows because he's seen in advance. Right. So he knows what the outcome is. He knows what we need. Right. And we have to have faith regardless of what he right. gives, regardless of whether the answer is actually no or, yeah. you know, and so we're, we're not going to be able to, I think, you know, as humans, we're very, we like to think that we're very smart, but he is so far above and beyond yeah. that we just have to have faith right. in our smallest brain capacity that we could possibly have. We have to have faith that ultimately he is our God and he knows all he's got and this. what he's going to yeah. give us is far above anything that we yeah. could ever imagine. You brought up a really great point with America and, and I love our country. I, it's such a, such a privilege to, be, to get to live here, but had this story taken place in America, so what your breaks were not like literally we were discussing earlier, like our backup plans have backup plans, which have backup plans. Like we have backup plans A through Q, no problem. We can handle this without God. And that's really not a great thing. And so I had this story taking place, you know, their brakes went out on the way to work on Monday morning. Well, on my way, I passed 12 call auto. Call AAA. Yeah, I call AAA. I passed 12 auto repair stores. I've got a hundred friends with cars. I like, but when we find ourselves at the end of ourselves, when we find ourselves in a place where we can't, he has to, and you're in a remote Andes mountains without breaks, that's when God steps in and he says, I've got what you need. And I think we need God just as much in America, but I think we're more in the way in America. And I yeah. think that's what you alluded to. I think that the Lord is, he wants to take us to that next level right. in our faith and in our Christianity. So he's going to teach us those lessons that we need. We're either going to learn them right. or we're going to keep going through them. And I think it's really interesting that in 2019, we were about talking about shattered, right. being shattered. And I think a lot of us, especially in our church, were very shattered. And then even for the people who hadn't been, we go straight into COVID. Right. We don't have a year of camp. I think a lot that affected a lot of us in many different ways. We were not prepared. I was not prepared to spend a year um, you know, and just, so we, we were helpless. Yeah. And I, I think that's we weren't prepared to handle exactly. That. And that's what, like what I mean by America, like God can bring America to yeah, our knees. Like God can bring us teach us those lessons. Yeah. And, and that's what 2020 was. It really just brought to the surface all of this place. We were talking about this earlier, but at, as people of faith, we really have no faith. Yeah. And that's what 2020 brought to the surface is like, you're supposed to be a people called by faith, but 
Where's your faith? Where, where there is none. And that's what 2020 showed us was that I really don't trust very much. Like we've discussed on the podcast many times, but like little inconveniences rubbed us the wrong way. We didn't trust in the little titsy, mm-hmm. weensy little pieces. And so let alone when the brakes go out and you're cruising down the mountain with your family. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why this theme's so important is because we need to be ready for the next 2020. We need to be ready for the next virus, the next pandemic, the next whatever you're going to face. We can have unmovable as a reality in our life, but it's only by basing our unmovableness on him. I am unmovable not because I can fix this, not because I have a backup plan, not because I have what it takes. And I'm also not unmovable because I know there's brakes on this car. I am unmovable because I know God is going to take care of me and he has what I need. He's packed it for it. He packed he, for it in advance. Yeah. He doesn't need us to pack it. No. He doesn't He needs need... us to trust him. Exactly. Faith. Believe that I have what you need. That's it. That's our role. Because for us, that's really yeah. hard. I can't speak for any of the other billions of people on earth, but for these two people, that is hard. We, we are doers. We like to fix it, make it better. And God says, nope, don't need you. Don't need you. Trust me. That's your job. Jenny, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. It's a, it's a great privilege and blessing to have you uh, on the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it today. Um, you want to give them uh, our quote for the day? Sure. So today's considerable quote actually comes from our unmovable series as we read, being a Christian is making the decision to throw out everything you thought you needed and saying, here, Jesus, my life is yours. I trust that you are enough. Today's featured content is a song by Jeremy Camp entitled The Answer. Well, friend, thanks so much for joining us today on another episode of the NYC Godcast. It has been a blessing to you. You can find more Christian content, podcasts, and resources available at the NYC.com. Uh, we'd love for you to share today's episode so we can encourage one another in the Lord. Make sure to tune in next week as we continue the conversation with Unmovable. And until next time, continue on in Christ.